Hello! I am so happy that you are here. You made this possible. And if you don't know who I am, my name is Carla and Restoring Healthy Mindsets is my thing. Today's episode, we're going to title it Becoming Her. And we're first going to start off with who is Carla? Let's start off with my certifications. So I am certified in image consulting, which basically means I know everything about undertones, colors, color theory, dress code, makeup, hair, uh, face shapes, and I specialize in communication as well and how to perform basically everything that is involved with the outside, the outer shell. That's what I do. And with my other certification, I am a relationship coach. So I mainly specialize in couple relationships or marriage relationships. That's why I give so much advice on my TikToks. And if you don't have not watched any of my TikToks, I recommend you go follow me and tell me what you think. Now, who is Carla? I know I never really share my story, but uh, since I'm making a podcast, we're going to talk deep here. So I'm going to be open and be vulnerable with all of you. Now, we need to understand where I come from to understand my mentality and the need of the wisdom that I needed at that time that have made me the person that I am today. So I come from a single mother type of household. And fortunately enough, um, my mom was very hardworking and she's always been that provider. But we come from a very poor household. In the beginning, it was, it was harsh. Uh, my mom had me when she was 16 and then had my brother at 18. So I saw my mom struggle being a single parent for probably for about my first six to seven years of living. And man, was it hard. It was hard seeing my mom like that. Fortunately, once my mom found my stepdad, things kind of calmed down. Um, But it was still very patchy because I, you know, coming from a blended family or just a blended family in general has its own struggles. Fortunately, through this entire ride, my grandma was right there with us. And honestly, I don't think I would be the same person if my grandma was not there beside us through our entire journey. Fast forward a couple of years, my mom ends up becoming a stay-at-home mom. My father is able to provide for the entire family, so we are able to be stable. And I have my mom at home, so I was able to create a relationship with my mom in my later years of adolescence. But man, am I so thankful for that. So now that I've explained that background story, let me talk about who I was in high school, where my mentality went. First of all, I made school my priority, my biggest priority. I focused all of my energy in books and reading, academics, and um, even when I was in high school, I was already taking college courses. Fortunately, there was a community college right in front of my high school, so I was going there when I was 16, taking college classes because I wanted to be a step ahead and I've honestly have always devoured books and just reading and I've always been obsessed. I've always been obsessed with learning and with wisdom and with taking advice from others. So this really helped me become the person that I am today. With all this reading and knowledge that I received, I was able to get a lot of wisdom as well. I never closed my ears to a good advice or someone to listen to whenever they had something to share. I was very 
very, very, very careful with who I let be my mentor. But I made sure that I had mentors in my life because I knew that I wanted more for myself at a very young age. So stemming off of that, now we know a little bit more about me. And as this podcast goes through, I'll be sharing a little bit of more stories, personal stories, so that you guys can connect with me because I'm I'm done of being so closed off as I am on TikTok. Here I can open up and be vulnerable with all of you. Now, what does it mean to become her? Okay, how did I become her? How did I become this person that listens to advice? that has made all the correct decisions in her life that is now so thankful for all the decisions that she made how did i become this person first of all we need to understand that this is a type of mentality that's why i'm always speaking about high high value women it's a lifestyle it's not a choice that you get to be one day and, and not be the next it's a lifestyle once you tap into what it means to be a woman a feminine woman you never want to go back because you understand the power that it has so understanding the mentality would be number one and i understood from a really young age that if i wanted to become more than what my mom or my father or anybody in my family was i needed to step up and understand that things were going to be different i needed to make better decisions for myself and for my future family. That is one thing that I've always had in mind. I knew what I wanted for my future. I knew that I wanted to be married. I knew that I wanted family. I knew that I wanted to be a mother. And a lot of people get stuck there. But I've always known that I was meant to either be a homebody or to be someone's wife. I've always dreamt dreamt of that. And a lot of people have a hard time knowing if they want that or not. And if you are in that point in your life, I recommend you start soul searching and finding really what you want out of life. Because if you want to make a career out of yourself and you want to be super successful in your career and that's your passion, that's what drives you, go ahead. But what drove me was family. Because I saw so much destruction in mine. (laughs) I wanted, I guess, a do-over for me. And I wanted to make things right. I needed to prove to myself, I guess my younger self, that it is possible if you do it the right way. And then there comes a question, is there a right way? Is there a right way to do things? And honestly, I believe there is. And becoming her is step number one. Working on yourself is step number one. So once you accept that mentality, once I accepted the mentality of a high value woman, of being accountable, of following up with myself, that's when everything changed. I was no longer seeking validation from other people. Instead, I was seeking to fulfill my purpose as a woman. Which is very, very important. So once I established that mentality of, I don't want to be so-and-so-and-so, I want to be the overachiever, the disciplined one, the wise one, I started to put people in my life or look for people in my life that would give me that rich life not rich in money but rich in wisdom rich in advice and I can't tell you how thankful I am for 
little Carla years ago because that really changed the game for me. And once we understand that mentality, just things start falling into place. After I started working on my mentality into what I wanted to become, who I wanted to be, and I would write it down, I would always journal. Though if there's one thing that I can recommend you to do is journal. I've been journaling since I was 14 years old and I read back my journals and I'm accomplishing everything that I've set myself to from those years before. So once we acquire this mentality, the next step is going to be action. That's when you really get to see if all those years of work, of reading, of meditating have been at use or have been at work. You start acting it out. And the first thing that's going to change, I can almost guarantee you, is your dress code. The way that you dress, the way that you carry yourself, because now you have become a different person. That's the way that I saw it. Once I fixed my mentality, once I knew what I wanted, once I knew my purpose, I started to dress differently. I've always been I've always had a sense of style, but the sense of style that I had before was following trends. And once I knew what it meant to be a woman and the woman that I wanted to be, I realized that there was a sense of style that was seamless and timeless. And that's what I went for. I started dressing differently, I started to carry myself differently, my speech even changed. I don't cuss. I don't use profanity. And that says a lot, especially in this generation. But ask me now, I will not use profanity. I don't find it elegant. I don't find it funny. I don't like it. So once, again, first is mentality, then is action. And once you're dressed differently, once your mind is different, things just start happening. So... What I started seeing was, okay, now I carry myself differently. Now I dress differently. I speak differently. What I started to see was change in my life completely. It was like a 360 change, right? And my family saw it as well. And you know what happened after that? Once you start to change for yourself and you start becoming better for yourself, the people around you will automatically do the same thing. I cannot tell you the amount of blessings that came from me having this mentality. Since I am the older sister, I knew that I had other <laughs> other little eyes watching me. So what happened was that I set the standard. As High Valley women, we set the standard. And even if I was younger than my mom, I set the standard because I knew that I wanted more for my family as well. Once you change, you want your family and those around you to be the change too. And that's exactly what happened. You become so influential and so powerful that others see you without you having to say a single word. And that's exactly what started happening. So once you change your mentality, once you start showing it through action, others will see it too and you will become a leader and a symbol of of power, really. You become a symbol of power And not in an aggressive way, in a very admiring form. And that's what I did. I'm not saying it's easy because there was absolutely downfalls to everything. There was constant friction when I wanted to change. And that's because I was changing the level 
my I was changing my aura I was changing the energy around me and I didn't know and I didn't understand at the time why it was so hard for me to have this change to let go of habits to really change my mentality and I didn't realize it until later on that when there is change in you there is change in the atmosphere there is change in your family and a lot of the times it is easy to not to not change to stay the same and so when there's a revolution happening there's obviously going to be friction there's going to be people holding you back and i felt that i felt that at a very young age and and I knew so much and I felt had so much faith in the dreams and the goals that I had for myself and for my future family that I kept pushing back, pushing back. And there were times where I felt very alone, especially in high school. It's so easy to feel alone. And in college, in any age really, it's so easy to feel alone. But what I can tell you is it's all worth it. You are not alone. <laughs> Let me remind you, you are not alone. There's other people that see you, that admire you, and that want to be like you, but are too afraid to tell you. And that is one thing that I knew from day one since my journey, that I wanted to be this this persona, the, the real me, because I became the real me. So, I go back to this. We first have to understand who we want to be. If we want to become her, we need to change our mindset. Once we change our mindset... We've read so much, we've learned so much, we listened so much, that now we can put it into action. And from that action, we cause a revolution and we cause a change and that other people will start to do the same thing as us. And we will be the standard. And after being the standard, we are a step closer to the life that we want. And slowly but surely, we will create the life that we want and we will become the woman that we want but we first need to understand that it is not easy but we can absolutely do it and i'm going to show you how through this entire podcast so stick around i'm just getting started and i'm so excited for you guys to listen to this to this podcast i am working on my youtube and i have amazing exciting news coming up these next couple of weeks so stay tuned thank you for listening have a great day bye-bye hello my name is carla and restoring healthy mindsets is my thing welcome to another episode of becoming her i'm so excited to share with you guys that my small business is looking great. I have a lot of news for you guys coming up these next couple of months. I don't even want to say months. I want to say weeks. I want to have everything done by January of 2023. So stay tuned. Also, another update for my podcast in general. I will be starting to post new episodes every Sunday. So expect new episodes every Sunday around 10 to 11 a.m. or depending depending just because i um do want to start doing it every single sunday especially in the morning just so that we can start our week fresh and motivated and we stay that way and then we can go ahead and regenerate every sunday so stay tuned i'm so excited for the new episodes that i have for you guys but specifically for today we are going to be talking about what 
It means to be a high value woman. First things first, we need to go ahead and define what it means to be a high value woman. A high value woman is someone that knows her worth and executes an energy that goes beyond the physical. So like I've said many, many, many times before, you don't have to be this gorgeous or I guess quote unquote conventional gorgeous woman to be considered a high value woman. You don't. What being a high value woman is, it, it goes beyond your physical appearance. It's a magnitude of presence and essence that you're able to execute throughout the whole room without saying a single word. And with that being said, let's go ahead and address some stereotypes. Just because I've been receiving a lot of comments and questions on what it means to be a high value woman and um, questions like, well, if my man is not the richest person, does that still make me high value or am I considered low value? Like those things make me extremely sad to hear and read and listen just because we all have value. We all have value. It just depends on what we do with it that changes things. So let's go ahead and address the stereotypes. I've heard a lot of high-value women only look for money, which that is not true. High-value women don't look for money, they attract money. And we'll go into that a little bit later. And if you watch any of my TikTok videos, you know where I'm coming from. Another stereotype, high-value women only want expensive items. And you know what? I think that these ideas and these stereotypes come from maybe some content creators that have a very luxurious lifestyle and um, have both, that they are wealthy and they are of high value. And um, for some reason, those videos or those content creators are the ones that are bombarded in our um, explore page, our for you page, our main, just that's what the algorithm promotes for some reason and and, you know it can get lost in translation but no high value women don't only want expensive items and again high value women are superficial that is not the case i've said this many times us as high value women we are high value because we have a deep understanding of our worth and life in general us as high value women have a purpose That's what makes us of high value. We live and we strive with purpose. So no, we're not superficial. And lastly, a last stereotype that I'll be addressing. High value women are bitchy. Which again, we are not. I believe that high value women are the kindest women out there. Just because we know our worth. We know what it means to live. And we have is really deep value for life and people in general that we tend to be a little kinder and we're not arrogant in the way that we treat people on the contrary we're very articulate with the way that we treat people because we understand that having empathy and kindness is very important to our lifestyle now let's go ahead and talk about the three qualities of a high value woman and with these, with these three qualities, I'll be sharing a personal example of how I was able to attain this mindset and mentality. 
starting off with quality number one high value women know when to say no so this quality here is just basically setting boundaries high value women are not afraid to say no thank you we're not afraid to set the boundaries and to set the standards very clear in my personal example or i guess a personal life example for me it wasn't it wasn't given to me because i'm a very shy i used to be a very shy person um i was very timid and i thought that if i said no or if i would set a standard or if i would say my opinion or if i felt uncomfortable i was being too much it wasn't until I realized that everybody around me was walking on, literally walking on top of me and just crushing my feelings, my dreams, my everything when I was like, oh my goodness, they're literally crushing me. People are crushing me. What? And it wasn't until I think it was in school that really taught me to say no and set my boundaries because I remember I got embarrassed for um, not believing the same things that a lot of my professors did. But then I realized, I was like, there's no reason why I should be embarrassed. It is what I believe. I am a person of value and I should stop being so shy. Like I, just how everybody has equal worth, so do I. And it wasn't until I stopped wanting people to walk all over me that I, I changed my mentality. And I was like, you know what? No, this is where it ends. This is where it stops. I set my boundaries. And I need to learn how to say no. So what I started doing, I started practicing it on the daily of saying no. If something made me feel uncomfortable, I would say, I'm sorry, this makes me feel uncomfortable. Please stop. Or I'm sorry, I can't do that. That is my boundary. You're overstepping my boundary. And I would make sure that I would leave it very clear. And then that was me in my the professional world. And that ended up rolling over to my dating and relationship side as well because I felt so comfortable with, with being assertive and saying no thank you in a feminine way of course we don't have to be rude and it ended up benefiting me in the long run little did I know that that was going to happen if I practiced it at school and then at work and then in my relationships because I was just tired of people walking all over me so that's quality number one quality number two high value women know their purpose what does this mean us as high value women know that everybody has equal worth and with that worth it really just depends on what we do with it we have so much power and so much impact into this world that we understand that concept and we do a lot of soul searching because naturally, as high value women, we are leaders. We are called to, we have a calling. Whether that may be with children in the medical field or in our own home. Like personally for me, my calling was meant to lead. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know when I was going to do it. But I always knew that I had this inner light in me that I was called to lead. That's why I got into public speaking. I got very into public speaking in high school. Um, I got into public spe speaking in high school. I became president of multiple clubs. And then I went to college. I was in the honor society. 
again presenting a lot of research like I was always um in the leadership position and I always knew that my purpose was meant to lead I just didn't know in what area and you guys I cannot tell you how blessed I am to have this opportunity to share this with all of you because I'm going to share something very personal I wanted to be a real estate agent okay I thought my purpose was to sell houses because I'm great at selling I'm amazing at selling I could sell you air and you'll love the air that I give you like I'm extremely good at selling but when I found my purpose or let me go back to the real estate so I before being a content creator I pursued real estate I took the real estate exam at least eight times I'm not even kidding eight times I am not kidding with you the passing score is 70% I kept getting 69 or 68 in every single test every single test now, I don't know about you guys, but I don't consider myself to be a, I don't even want to say um, an educated person because it wasn't about that. Like, I studied all my concepts. I know a lot about real estate, thankfully. Like, if there's anything beneficial of it that I know, the market and whatnot, like, I love real estate. But that wasn't it. That wasn't my purpose. That wasn't my calling. And obviously, there was a reason why I wasn't passing my exam. And then a couple months later, I um, I was like, well, I don't know what to do. Let's go ahead and start getting certifications. I got certified to be an image consultant. Loved it. I had no idea that you can do, have a job, um, you know, with consultations and with clients in regards to the way that they present themselves. And I'm naturally good at that. And then with my certification, it was a six-week course and I ended up getting even better. And I'm so happy that, you know, that real estate didn't work out. So... Long story short, as a high value woman, we find our purpose and we know our purpose. It might take us a couple of years to figure it out. For some of us are faster than others. Some might take months and others years. It took me a couple of years to figure out what my purpose was. But as soon as I had my purpose and as soon as I had my calling, which was meant to help women, that is my purpose, is to help women and uplift women, uplift women from oppression and from that's why i say restoring healthy mindsets is my thing i am restoring minds because a lot of us know our worth already but through childhood or maybe through traumas we've forgotten that's why i always say and restoring healthy mindsets is my thing and restoring healthy mindsets is my thing because my purpose is to restore women's minds that is my purpose and once i learned that i took off i took off and the way that we can approach of knowing our purpose is by reading. I cannot stress enough. Read. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. Find things that you're passionate about. Cook. Write. Paint. Find your purpose. If there's anything in this world that you could do is just find your purpose. Because I cannot tell you how many people you will impact simply by doing what you love. Now, going on to quality number three. High-value women are accountable with themselves and those around them. Now, I say this because I feel like this is why people think that high-value women are bitchy or superficial because 
we're accountable. We don't accept lack of effort, low effort, awful behavior. We don't. Us as high value women, since we already set our since we already set our standards, we already say no to things. We have our boundaries. Now we know our purpose. The next thing is that we're going to be accountable with the people around us as well, and with us because we're going to continue leveling up. Everything that we want is to level up and be the best version of ourselves. So being accountable with ourselves and those around us is natural, is the next quality that we have. And because we're going to be accountable with those around us, that includes our friends, our families, don't be surprised if people walk away from you or if people walk out of your life. It is completely normal when people don't have the same vision as you or the same mindset as you for them to be turned off and go somewhere else. But you know what? Us as high value women, we don't pursue. We do not pursue. And the right people in our, t- in our life is going to come at the right time. And how do we become accountable with ourselves? Look, if I'm being completely honest with you, I write everything down in a journal. I write everything down in a journal. And I set my goals, I set my standards of what I want for this month or for this week. I set little goals. And I'm accountable with myself. Did I achieve this? Was I able to do this? Or I look at my blind spots. What do I need to work on? Am I being a good wife? What is my husband saying that I need to work on that makes him feel uncomfortable? Or what can I do to make him feel more loved? Same with any relationships that I have around me. I need to be accountable for myself because if not, I'm going to set myself up for failure. And high value women understand that. So those are on the three qualities of a high value woman. High value women know when to say no. High value women know their purpose. And high value women are accountable with themselves and those around them. Now, I'm going to go ahead and cut it here on part two of becoming a high value woman or what it means to become a high value woman which is going to be on the next episode i'm going to go in detail into the work that it took because here i mentioned it briefly i mentioned the qualities i mentioned the definition of a high value woman now in the second episode or in part two i'm going to go ahead and share with you guys some practical steps that we can do i'm so excited to share this with you all And I hope you liked today's episode. I'm so excited to share it with you. Thank you so much to all of you for this amazing opportunity. I cannot tell you, I want to cry. Like, I cannot tell you how thankful I am for all of you. I see your comments. I hear you. I hear you. I hear all of you. And I just have to say thank you so much for this opportunity that you've been given, that you've given to me to allow to be a voice. Be a voice for a lot of women that need it. So stay tuned for more episodes and I'll be seeing you next Sunday. Thank you so much.